0: You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Episode 368, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We are live and live in color. Getting funky like a monkey, like a, if you will, baby. Funky like a monkey. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump right into everything. We have a really awesome show this evening. Uh, we're still on the Kofi, <laughs> on the Kofi Kingston train. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. And uh, I wanted to bring this person in. You know, the the really cool thing about this person that I'm bringing on the show tonight, uh, former Cruiserweight Classic competitor, uh, current 205 Live competitor. You know, it's it's funny because um, it, when you when you uh, become friends with someone on social media, you, you don't necessarily know them, but you get to know them well, You get to know cool perks about them and things like that. And um, you know, I don't know how we became Facebook friends, but it's been a little bit of, it's just been a little bit of time now. And we noticed that uh, we have uh, a very uh, we have a lot of similarities and um, particularly with faith. And one similarity we have is through our love for Christian rap music. So uh, we, we've discussed uh, at times um, <laughs> just our our love for for Christian rap music. music. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I love talking music. Um, one of the biggest things other than wrestling and, and, and uh, college football, I love talking music. I'm a, I'm a DJ. Uh, I'm a Christian DJ. And uh, so I love talking music. I love talking with the latest artists and things like that. And so we've had some conversations about that, which is pretty cool. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on uh, NXT, former NXT star, former Cruiserweight Classic, uh, 205 Live star, Kenneth Johnson. How are you tonight, sir?
1: Hey, what's up, Chris? What's up, man? Doing pretty good.
0: Awesome, man. It's good to have you on the show tonight.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, man. Thanks, thanks
0: a lot. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, <clears throat> like I said, we have a an affinity for for Christian rap music, man. Is there any new artists that you uh, that you've been bumping?
1: New artists, man. Um, right now, I've been bumping um, uh, um. Uh, um I like can um uh, Kevmo right now. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevmo's oh, dope.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevmo's super dope. Yeah. Um uh, uh, Kevmo right now. Um, who else? Um 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 What Up RG Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
0: <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah. See I'm a big fan of um, I'm a big fan of No one, Big Deal. Sure. And he uh he he rolls with No Big Deal. Uh, no Big Deal's one of my favorite my, one of my favorite artists. Um Right. They, they yeah they roll together, so yeah um uh, I think you I think you mentioned Dylan chase before yeah yeah he's really good man yeah he is Definitely. Underrated. Yeah. he is he is underrated I agree with that he is an underrated uh underrated artist mm-hmm. yep <clears throat> so yeah man so uh is is that um is uh, any other artist that's uh you listen to while you work out?
1: out man um uh, uh, um, uh, uh reconcile Ooh, sure. yeah, yeah 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 for reconcile, sure so um 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 you um a um, uh, gray for for
0: sure yeah good friends with Kristen he's uh Kristen C- gray, columbus he's ohio just like i am
1: yeah man yeah hey, and man he's awesome man yeah man is like what you got with him i wish he was able to to get out more and yeah. do like more shows
0: yeah yeah he he um i've known chris for oh man he he was one of he was on one of my favorite uh first shows i've been uh, uh i've been doing like christian rap events for since 2005 and um Wow! Uh, yeah, Chris and Taylor mm-hmm. were were one of, on one of my f- first shows. You know, back like two like 06. Wow. Yeah, uh, really? and, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, man, like thirteen years ago, and they were on my they were on my shows wow. at uh, then, and uh, when they were called the Elevationists, and um, uh, yeah, and, yeah Chris Taylor and, and uh B J, uh, also a dope artist. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. rap anymore but uh he, he's a, a, a awesome dude man uh but uh right. yeah so yeah man and then and you know they, they became so big in columbus i've had a, i had them in a bunch of shows here in columbus and uh yeah. you know they, yeah. they, they they broke out of uh <laughs> of just the the, lo- the local audience especially chris man chris is chris is one of those dudes and taylor's dope too uh awesome he's a pastor now oh, yeah. actually yeah um really yeah he is yeah he has his own church yep <laughs> yeah um i just talked to taylor a couple of weeks ago um uh, but uh yeah chris um man yeah just you, you just could tell just the talent that chris had just from a local standpoint when he was doing shows yeah. here locally that you know that he was gonna mm-hmm. make it big so but yeah oh, yeah so, yeah But yeah, man, let's, uh, let's talk about some, some Kenneth Johnson, um, start off with, I I have a question for you, man. Uh, where did Wheezy Woo come from?
1: Oh man, uh, Wheezy Woo came from pretty much when I was like a teen, Mm um, I was like maybe, what, like 15, 16 years old. And so, well, um, um. Um, my nickname is Woo. Mm-hmm. So pretty much like my family, friends, everybody back in Detroit, all call me Woo. And so um, around that time, I was a a big fan of like cash money
2: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff, you know, like cash money, Lil Wayne. And so I ended up calling myself Wheezy. And okay. then pretty much, it just like grew up from there. I called myself, on Wheezy Woo. Ah. And then, <laughs> like, when I started wrestling, mm-hmm. when I was 18, then bam, there you go. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty... So, yeah. <laughs> Weezy Woo. So, you've been wrestling for how long now? Uh, what?
1: Since 05. Wow. 05. Yeah, I got, so, I got in so... WWE 4. Trained under Curtis Hughes.
0: Ah, nice. Mr. Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he did he share any road uh, stories with you?
1: Uh, he did with like a lot of us. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long since I've heard him. <laughs> so kind of like. All, but in and out but yeah, he was yeah. hilarious
0: man yeah I love Hughes. he is i talked to him <clears throat> there was an event last year and when i went to new orleans there was um i think main event wrestling i believe was the uh was the show yeah. uh and, uh promoter's name was byron and um uh i actually went to uh-huh. six I'm, I'm buddies with uh lance archer and he was uh he was there yeah and uh hughes was there he had a table by himself man nice guy nice you know he uh you know he uh gave me his info and um told me to contact him and stuff like that and uh he was he was just talking man (laughs) he was just talking about just the ups and downs and showing me pictures of uh when you know he was with jericho and Uh oh, yeah. in, you know, he's just going to trip down memory lane, man. He's just showing me a bunch of pictures about, you know, what he was doing and I think he showed me a picture of the urn. Uh I think I think it was like the urn one time he showed me, and it was really cool, man. And he was going, you know. I love road stories oh, yeah. anyways. And you know, he was just going uh, down memory lane. <laughs>
1: That's cool, man. Well, Hughes is never dull
0: moment with Hughes at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all? Man. Yeah, he's a really, really cool dude. Uh, so, so Weezy Woo, you started with uh, you know with Hughes and and what other like started with Hughes? Uh, so, so how, somehow you went from WW uh, a four to. Uh, WWE <laughs> so they just explain you know to the listeners that process of you know who where would you go after Hughes and where were you when you were recruited and, and, and just uh, how that came about
1: oh man uh, pretty much I was in Georgia with Hughes and everybody for like three years and then like the wrestling scene there kind of like uh, dried up mm-hmm. so I ended up moving to Texas of San Antonio, okay, and then I end up hooking up with a um a ministry, like slash promotion, here in San Antonio, and pretty much I end up with, um, getting up like connections with like each like small promotions, and then pretty much fast forward to 2011, um, I ended up getting the extra spot with mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much like my first time was there i was like a nervous wreck man real on like pretty much just like doing stuff with them and doing like promos and stuff like that i was just a nervous wreck big time Mm -hmm. but through that i guess regal he took in a liking to me and so from there pretty much he became like my mentor oh nice so every time yeah it's crazy like it's insane, and so call it? Yes. yes. So through all that, I end up getting a connection with uh, Funaki, also, ah. and then I end up
0: I'm
1: nice. training with Funaki. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah, man. Like it's crazy how that worked out.
0: Smackdown number one announcer. So pretty
1: much. <laughs> right, number one announcer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, man. I love show. he's funny funny dude yep, funny guy and so pretty much after I ended up getting like small extra spots and then um, out of nowhere in 2013 I got a tryout in Florida Mm -hmm. like a three day tryout and I ended up getting my notice what like two weeks beforehand Mm. and so I'm like oh crap like (laughs) wow Man, like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, and like going through that was the toughest thing, like, you could ever go through in your life. Mm-hmm. Three days, it was so rough, man.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was, but I man.
1: got through it though. Yeah, I guess drills upon drills upon drills, and plus, that was the first tryout that they had with the PC, mm-hmm. also, and then through all that. Um, um, yeah, um, I got through it, and then after that, I didn't hear anything, and then, um, I'm still getting on with the extra spots, and then out of nowhere, I got an email, um, about TWC, and uh, through that process, it was crazy because, like, what, like. A background check. They a background check. They wanted everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Like my mom' name, places where I lived for the last like 15 years, <laughs> and so pretty much what? Like that day, I didn't get an email. I had to scan. Oh, I had to um um um. I download at least like 90 sheets of paper. Wow! Like little things. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <A> whole book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least like two books. Yeah. <laughs> download them. Um, uh, what? Yeah. Um, I download them, I fill them out, scan them, and send them all back. And um, I did all of that, and like the night that I got it, and I was up until at least like four a.m
0: getting all that done it was it was crazy wow <laughs> wow yeah it was it was nuts <laughs> yeah that sounds it was that sounds a lot like a lot <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah so how was your we got some uh, questions here but I want to ask you a couple more questions Uh just what was your overall experience with uh with 205 with well we started the Cruiserweight Classic that's how we first got to know who Kenneth Johnson was and uh, you know, yeah. representing America and, um, you know, just uh, what was that experience like all, all together? Like, who uh, really was just the person who was in charge of it all as far as just your go-to person for 205 Live and, I mean, for Cruiserweight Classic. And even with the Cruiserweight mm-hmm. Classic, as we saw, you know, that wasn't, uh. that still wasn't a, uh, just a lock to become a WWE competitor. You know, it was just it gave people an opportunity to allow you know others to allow a more public audience to to see you know who they were but that still wasn't a lock you know to become a WWE superstar. how was that Mm -hmm. feeling as far as the pressure to want to you know showcase your talent for people to see
1: Man, man like the whole experience was insane like I'll say what, like two months out before the classic, at first I was just pretty much like staying on it, like ring work, staying mm-hmm. on it, ring work, and my eating stayed good. But I'm like, man, like I got to step it up. Big mm-hmm. time, like I got to step this up. And so pretty much I'm like, all right, well, but two months, all I ate was protein and fruit.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. it works because uh, you're a super jack now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Fine, <So. laughs> man.
0: Fine. Yeah, you putting it in, you putting your <laughs> work in, man. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, how was just the um, who who was like the go-to person uh, when it came to that? Was you know you talk about Regal, you know, kind of <clears throat> being under the tutelage mm-hmm. of Regal. Regal does a lot of the scouting. Right. So, who gave you the call to actually be a part of the classic?
1: um actually i didn't get a call it was just email
0: email like emails upon email yeah
1: Mm -hmm. but then like when we got there um i'll say um um my go-to um my go-to guy was actually go to guys funny funny thing is it was regal and finaki
0: oh nice (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so that was nice. Nice. Yeah, so that was really nice. I'm like, all right, I'll take this. Yeah. I'll take it, Lord. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <coughs> yep. That's awesome, man. So <clears throat> How was your experience just uh you your the, the match? You know, I'm sure there had to be a lot of pressure there as far as you know, like I said, showcasing to everyone like this is why oh, yeah. I should become a WWE mm-hmm. competitor because like I said, it wasn't a lock. You know, it was more of just like an exhibition. So, how was that? How was that feeling? Mm-hmm.
1: It was a lot of pressure for sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, like I got to go out here and do my thing. I got to show them. Mm-hmm. Something like, man, I was. It was a lot of pressure. Yeah. And pretty much, I was just like praying, man. I was praying on that. Um. Um. I get the strength and energy. And be confident to go out there. And showcase mm-hmm. yep. but yeah it turned out to be a real good match so i'm pleased yeah. i'm very pleased with it yeah. so and yeah i i'm very pleased with it and i was like pretty shocked that i got an email to come back when we did a tag match mm-hmm. me uh lindsay his niece and um a gulag Yep. So I'm like, all right, cool. I take that too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Absolutely. And so uh, you know, that transition okay. to uh two oh five live, um, you know, you most recently uh, went against uh TJP, uh, I think it was last month. Yeah. Um uh, how was that experience? Like, who you know gave you the opportunity uh, to to compete there, and 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 I'm sure again the pressure was on, <laughs> you know, as far as just uh, oh, yeah. such a huge platform. You know, how how was that?
1: Mm. Oh, that was like awesome because, um, um, I mean TJ are um real tight and cool. And so, like, beforehand, I didn't know, like, what was going to go down or what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, when I got there, it was like, yeah, it will probably be the, uh, being, um, you a TJ. I'm like, okay, awesome. Nice. And then at Tuesday, It's like, all right, you up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I go and do my thing. I have fun with it. And so, yeah, it was real good. And, um,
0: Pierce, Adam Pierce. Oh, ah, um, okay. Scrap iron. <laughs>
1: yeah, Pierce. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Pierce told me one thing that I'll never forget. He told me to go out there and enjoy the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's important, man. Cause a lot of, uh, people who've been in the business, you know, you've been in the business almost 15 years and, uh, you know, a lot of people who, are in the WWE and like super in the WWE who've had multiple championships and things like that. A lot of times they just go from town to town and still don't enjoy the moment. And it becomes more like a job instead of something they enjoy, you know? And, um, you know, and I've had a lot of, you know, hall of famers on the show. And one common thread that I've noticed is that, you know, for the people at the end of the day, you're a brand, you're a character, and if you're having fun, right. the people will see that. You know what I mean? And uh, oh, yeah. you know, just like on SmackDown tonight, you know, you can tell that Kevin Owens, you know, Montreal guy, you uh, know, he was just having a good time. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Being an honorary member of yeah. the New Day. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you know, we you, you, we can we can feel that confidence. We can feel that emotion. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was mm-hmm. really cool. Speaking of today, let's uh let's uh, end with this uh, last question and I got a couple questions from the the P&P nut gallery is what I call them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, so so Kofi Kingston. Uh, let's talk about Kofi Kingston. Of course, uh, such uh, a Kofi. yeah, such a huge Kofi moment. Mania. Yeah, Kofi Mania. Such right. a such a huge <laughs> moment, uh, for for WWE, mm-hmm. you know, for for just oh, yeah. uh, you know just cult, just transcending culture, you know, you know you had uh, people uh, crying about, you know, just just some wrestlers crying. I actually oh, yeah. talked to JTG today, actually, and um, um, yeah, just just you know videos of that, just you and you and you oh, posted yeah. a picture of. JTT, JTG, Shad, Mark Henry, MVP. It was a bunch mm-hmm. um, of, of black WWE stars. Just collectively, mm-hmm. you know, with enjoying yeah. this historical moment. How was it? Just enjoying that moment.
1: That was awesome. Like that right there was much more than him winning that uh, title. It was so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Like that was. Like deep rooted, man. And for him to have that connection with um, so many people, with yep. everybody, it was yep. like wow. Yep. Absolutely. I like agree.
0: Yeah.
1: everybody was in tears. Everybody was crying.
0: Yeah. Where were you at the time?
1: I was at home actually. Okay. Uh, I was at home with some friends. We were just watching it, and when he won, it's was like. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like he just went. <laughs> yeah. He, he just get that title.
0: Yeah, it was amazing.
1: He just get that title.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh I was at MetLife uh when when it happened and nice. yeah, the crowd just went absolutely bananas and uh it was just a No matter where you were, you know, I mean, it it just Uh, was it it was just an amazing moment just across the board. You know, I mean, from MetLife to home, it was just an Mm -hmm. amazing moment. Just. Yeah. (laughs) Just. Yeah. Just really. No matter where you were. Yeah. Awesome. Um, So let's uh, take a couple uh, questions here. We got Lexi asking, have any up and comers asked you to use your finisher done deal? If so, who?
1: Asked me to use it. Upcoming, um, uh, not many actually. It's mostly just like what um, young guys um, around uh, Texas mm-hmm. or at like these little like small um, um, uh, spot shows actually. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: <clears throat> awesome. Um, doing your program with Ultimate Warrior Undertakers, was there something you wanted to change or add? I guess that's for, um, uh, for Mm -hmm. Hughes, uh, if, if, you know, just, uh, for, if doing your program with Ultimate Warrior Undertakers, was there something that you wanted to change or add? Uh, I suppose that's for, um... Mr mister Hughes, like <laughs> what what uh based on what you saw, uh what what would you have added or changed?
1: Um man. <laughs> um man. Uh you gotta actually use on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <For sure>. Yeah. <laughs> yep that was, I was yeah doing that tonight so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um, <laughs> what was that like oh goodness that was 90 92 or 3 what, wasn't it 90 yikes 90? Well, let me check and see when that was oh. actually um 90, 90, what I'm was gonna like 90 check. 91, 92 maybe yeah I'm gonna check and see um when that was when he um 93 <laughs> Yeah, yeah I stole wow. the urn. Yeah, 93. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what were you man, doing I at that seven. time, man? <coughs> I was seven.
1: I was playing with, with my little wrestling man. I, was, I was, <laughs> a wrestling man, had my ring and all that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: absolutely, man. That's awesome. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh I was a little kid too and um I was. I remember personally. I was just devastated uh, that, uh, that that the taker, you know, the, that Curtis, uh, he stole the urn. Man, I was. I was devastated. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome man, man! Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was heart wrenching, man. I, I was. I was devastated that the urn was stolen, man. <laughs> but you know that was a big break for Hughes. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, that, I'm was. sure. You know, I, like I said, I talked to him last year, and that was a that was a big moment for him. So, let the listeners oh, yeah. know uh, where to find you on social media, man. And any the uh, upcom- any upcoming dates Twitter.
1: too. Um. Man, I'm say I'm so busy with doing so much stuff. Um, I'm filming with uh, Woozy J. Pretty much like filming with him, doing uh, skits, uh, doing more stuff with some uh, guys that I know. Mm -hmm. They're doing like a little series called The Bato Rangers. So pretty much kind of like Bato uh, version of like Power Rangers. Oh, nice. that's pretty awesome <laughs> it's funny stuff man yeah funny
0: stuff with those guys Working so, yeah
1: that and I'm trying to get into doing more um um uh, acting stuff too with like plays and all that stuff cause my uncle he writes plays and put on plays oh nice in Michigan so yeah pretty mm-hmm. so much right now I'm just like branching out doing other stuff mm-hmm also
0: fantastic
1: so yeah it's like my yeah man. I I'll branch out trying to do more stuff and uh I don't know what to pretty much to go out and uh i uh, motivate, inspire, uplift, encourage people. Yeah you know, that you like, do whatever you put your mind to.
0: Yeah. I tell you, if you uh, sure. if you follow if you follow from uh, Facebook, you you will be inspired. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> will be inspired, man. So, I'll try. I'll try. What's your uh, <clears throat> what's uh, what other social media platforms uh, do you have? Uh, I
1: have Twitter um, at uh, Weezy Woo, um, Instagram at Kelly Johnson One. Uh, I have uh, Snapchat, but I don't even use it yeah. as long as you're looking at my like, stuff here and there, and that's it. Yeah. So pretty much it's Facebook, Twitter, and um,
0: Instagram. Awesome. Well, well, Kenneth, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show tonight, man. Uh, stay lifted and uh, have a good night, bro.
1: Also, thanks a lot, man. appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure, man. Thank have a good night. Much. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. You too, brother.
0: Kenneth Johnson on the show tonight, Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Kenneth Johnson brother, Uh, awesome man, Uh, really cool dude, really cool dude, go follow him on Facebook man, really happy that he had an opportunity to uh, be a part of the Cruiserweight Classic and recently 205 Live, so, alright, well ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it, you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the headlines. Here we go. All right. Before we get to the headlines, let's start off with the first trivia question of the night, brother. Here we go. Fill in the blank. Former WWE talent, Gunner Blank. Former WWE talent, Gunner. Blank blank um okay we got to ask chris question um we got an ask chris question we got uh evan tech prout calling into uh the show and actually uh we got uh plan b we got plan a tonight for evan tech prout so he's gonna call um let's see We are gonna do Plan A today. Plan A, not as good, but you know, <laughs> we like Plan B better. But like I said, Plan A, uh, it, it has uh, almost sound bites all in one place. So, like this one, I do it for you. Oh, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, I would do it for you. Uh, <laughs> Uh all right, let's let's get right into uh the headlines. Uh here we go. Let's do it again. It's double headline music. Uh just for you all. <laughs> just for you all. I'll do it for you. Yes, Kimbo. Uh, yes, Kimbo. That is uh my favorite booker T. <laughs> my favorite booker T soundbite. Okay, so now, now it's a signature ending of mine. <clears throat> so here's here's the there's uh, uh, some really good ask Chris questions from the P and Peanut Gallery. There, we're gonna bring Evan Tech Proud on here in a bit. So let me explain. Um, I do it for you, okay? So this is I don't know I don't remember when this started. Sometime last year. Um, i probably I don't know. It's sometime last year, close to a year ago, somewhere around there. And uh, Kimbo said, "I love it too." <laughs> uh, so, I, I I was listening to, <laughs> I, was listen- I was listening to a um, uh, a Booker T podcast. Okay, and he started the podcast. Booker T, uh, I used to listen to. I, I I'm so busy now. Um, I don't. I I, I I don't. I don't listen to. As many podcasts as I want to, but I used to a lot. So people were saying Chad Lail and Jackson Riker. So no, here's th- so so the question is this: the for- former WWE superstar Gunner Blank got to fill in the blank. Former WWE talent Gunner Blank. Um, all right, so okay, so here's here's a story for I do it for you. So I was listening to one of his uh, podcasts, and uh, so he started off with a promo to promotes uh you know any bookings um (laughs) i might have it actually (laughs) Uh, i might have it i might have it um so he was and this is free pub for booker t actually if i if i play this um so he was promoting one of his one of his um um shows Uh, he was just like promoting an appearance or something like that. And, uh, he was like, um, uh, so yeah, this is your man, Booker T, you know, for any bookings, contact my man, Brad Gilmore, you know, (laughs) and he, I think he gave the, uh, either the email or the, um, uh, either the email or the Twitter. I don't remember what it was. Um, but he was like, do it, do it now. I do it for you. And I just, for some reason, I thought that that was the funniest thing (laughs) ever that it just, to me, was just so random that he would just end his, his, his promo with, with that. It was absolutely hilarious to me. And I kept listening to it and I kept. Uh, rewinding it and listening to it over and over again and cracking up laughing. And then I translate I translated that over to the same night uh, the show. <laughs> and I was like, do it! Do it now! I do it for you. So, uh, yeah. So now um, that's a signature of mine. And uh, now I have a soundbite. I do it for you. I do it for you. And I think the whole point of I do it for you to me is just funny it just it just seems so funny to me that like if someone's having a random conversation and they're having like and they're and they're saying their uh, goodbyes and all of a sudden so hey i got one more thing to say i do it for you like it's <laughs> just hilarious to me uh <laughs> so that's a running joke and now it's uh you know uh, part of the the pnp uh, part of the PNP fiber, uh, it's for me to say that in honor of, uh, Booker T, uh, one of my favorite uh, wrestlers of all time. i do it for you. Um, yeah, Booker can sell anything, Kimbo says. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so yeah. Uh,. The lizard? I've not. How have you not killed that lizard yet? What lizard are you talking about, uh, Wild Boy? Am I missing something? <clears throat> um, all right, so oh, you talking to Rob? Okay, talking to Rob. Talking to Rob. Okay, Rob. Rob says the lizard in my house has had to be sleepless for three days. Oh, you got a lizard in your house? That's no good. There you go, Wild Boy. <clears throat> Gunner Scott, do it, do it now. I do it for you. Um, <laughs> Mo said I laughed so hard when it started. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious, man. That that is like that is like a joke that will never end. Like I do it for you is like the evergreen phase; it'll never go away. Uh, so you know, in in order to so to so, so to keep it rolling, to um to to keep the tradition, uh, it's a part of uh it's a part of the PNP uh, uh outro now, so in honor of, uh, Booker T. Uh, yeah, you did, Mo. You did tell me that, uh, you, you, he pinned your comment on Facebook live during uh, his podcast. So, cause I was, I hashtag that I had that trending for a little while when I was I did hashtag. I'd do it for you. And, uh, Mo, uh, <laughs> He sent me a, a tweet of uh, Booker T. pinning that on his podcast. I think it was on Facebook that he was on there, and uh, he pinned it. That was pretty dope. All right, so let's uh, let's get into these uh, Ask Chris questions before I bring on my boy, Evan Tech Prout. Uh, Rob West is asking, uh, um, he missed last week. How was New Jersey? Where did I eat? Okay. Um, well, let's bring Evan Tech Prout because he was with me. Evan Tech Prout, how are you doing tonight, sir?
2: Doing all right, with a little physical uh, pain,
0: but it's never going to stop me Oh doing man. the
2: third show tonight. Praying, so for, then,
0: uh, praying for a speedy speedy recovery yeah, my, for you, man. Um, yeah, it's nothing serious. Okay, good. That's good to know. So Rob is asking, um, <clears throat> how was New Jersey and where did I eat? So, um, of course, you know, Evan Tech Prout, the co-host with the most. Uh, he is in Maryland. I am in Ohio. Uh, for the third year in a row, we meet up and do media together, spend the weekend, hang out at WrestleMania from Thursday to Monday. I uh, got there on Friday. I got there on Thursday and we both left on Monday. And um, and so, yeah, it was so we got to hang out and eat uh, some. So I talked about this last week. So here's the deal, Rob. <clears throat> um, Jersey, you asked, how was New Jersey? Jersey was fine. Um you know, yeah. uh, Jersey was fine. I went to two events in New Jersey. One was WrestleMania in East Rutherford. And then Thursday night I went to impact, um, in Rahway. about an hour and 10 minutes or so from downtown New York. So I had a, uh, MLW event on Thursday night that I had to cover. And then I went from there to impact, uh, it was a little over an hour, um, Drive to Raway, and that was fine. Uh, Ra- New Jersey is fine. New York, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, New York uh traffic, and I say this, and I and I've said this a bunch of times now, and uh, and I say it again. Um, New based on my experience, and that was my first. I've been there to New York City a bunch of times. It's only a few hours from where he stays in Maryland. And but that was my first time in uh, New York City. I've been to Buffalo before. Buffalo is a lot like Columbus, Ohio. Just really chill. Not a lot. Not real busy. Um, There's. You know, Western New York is a lot more calmer than East New York. <laughs> so it's like, uh, like when, when I went to Buffalo, I was like, this is great, man. This I mean, some some dope sightseeing. Um, the traffic was fine. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, but downtown, I mean, but but up, uh, but uh, the boroughs, East Eastern New York, the traffic was absolutely horrible. And I tell people, look, based on <clears throat> based on what I experienced, um, New York is everything it's people say it is, both good and bad. That's that is my assessment of New York. the 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 glitz, the glamour. You know, Evan and I were in Times Square on, on Friday evening. <clears throat> uh, we were so busy throughout the weekend that we couldn't. It's funny because we both we stayed in an Airbnb, and the Airbnb was super cool. That was my first time in the Airbnb. Great experience. I'll, I'll probably do that from now on. Um, and it's funny because we we actually had a ticket to see um, the Statue of Liberty uh, on um, uh, at the Airbnb, but we were so busy that we couldn't even take advantage of it. We couldn't even go see the Statue of Liberty. Uh, yeah, and um, but but it was just. The traffic. I mean, it, WrestleMania should five not be hours, in New York for a for a long hour, time. Yeah, it just it took an hour, and yeah. fifteen
2: minutes to go five miles.
0: Yes, yes, and that's five how miles, it was. It, it five miles is ten minutes, fifteen minutes tops. Minutes. Yeah, you right. Five seven minutes. Yeah, on the freeway, five minutes. It's usually a minute a mile. Five minutes. You know what I mean, but. It, on the streets, it's even, you know, even on the regular streets, you know, five miles, 15 minutes tops with, with traffic anywhere else. But uh, it took an hour to get five miles. And it it was just, the traffic was just <clears throat> absolutely atrocious. Um, go I ahead see, at,
2: the, at the train station, well, Port, Port Authority is uh, the main bus terminal in New York City. Mm-hmm. So... It's you know Subways Buses I stayed Because of traffic I was there for like Three and a half hours Yeah Waiting I don't know, waiting for you To come get me Because it was Crazy to even Try to leave out You know even To get a lift But I trying to What do we eat What do we eat Thursday night Um Well
0: you got, Friday, you got there Friday You got there Friday, we, right, ate, right, well, uh, Friday night. we ate B-dubs We ate B-dubs On Friday, Friday night t- We ate B-dubs In Times Square On Friday night
2: that's what it was. Yeah, B-dubs. Yeah, and Times uh, Square. Lucky's. Yeah, Lucky's. Yeah, Saturday, Lucky's that was five.
0: fantastic. <laughs> yes, Saturday was
2: awesome. Uh, a cupcake, cupcakes from Booty. Um, What's the name of it? Yes, I said Booty. Uh, Booty, cupcakes, something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm a wrestling fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which, a, which, which was good. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> yeah, I had a Dolce... Yeah. Cupcake, which was absolutely fantastic.
2: Caramel. Yeah, yeah. Fancy word for saying caramel. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a, so people say caramel, uh, yeah. but caramel. Was <laughs> it Joe? Was it Joe's Pizza? Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, I said that wasn't bad either. Well, that jacked you yeah, up though.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah that, that, that jacked that, you, you up. Stuff that they that, that gave me they called it the Tech Dumps yeah yeah, yeah. and I know you probably don't trend that fans it's fine because yeah. it trends on my show <laughs> yeah and we knew it but we had no choice it was T3 in the morning yeah yeah Pat Pat's pizza is famous It's his famous pizza red it was on Man too. this way Peter Parker um worked at delivering pizza and after that what, what do we
0: um <clears throat> Sunday Ooh. we ate the uh, uh, concession food, which was actually much better than expected. Um, yeah, cheese steak, <clears throat> pulled sausage.
2: Yeah,
0: cheese um, fries. I had a I had a crazy headache on at Mania, and I shared this last oh, week, yeah, Rob. I man, I had a pound like it was just a splitting headache. I couldn't even enjoy Mania because I my headache my head was hurting so bad, um, <clears throat> like it was from like my eye. Like, all the way to my ear. Like, all right on my left side. It was just a splitting headache. And, like, my eye was hurting so bad. That's how bad it was. I couldn't even, um, enjoy Mania. because And I, and I was cold as crap. Like, I was, sad. Oh, cool. I, yeah, it was, it was frigidly cold in New York. It, no, it wasn't too bad during the day. And then Saturday was fantastic. But Sunday, I had like a, um, uh, a short sleeve hoodie and thinking that would be enough. But, uh, Oh man, it was, it was miserable. (laughs) It was, it was just, it felt awful. And, um, but yeah, I did not I did enjoy the Kofi moment, but I wish I could have enjoyed mania at MetLife better. When I first got there, it wasn't bad. When I first got there, it was fine. Um, we, you know, we enjoyed, the, the, the beginning and, and, and the startup and everything and when, it, when uh, Bliss and Hogan came out, that was fine. And then I think maybe because I was so cold, I don't know what it was, possibly because I was so cold. Um, it just seems like from Rollins and Lesnar on, <clears throat> it wasn't too bad doing Rollins and Lesnar. And then, um, and then Orton and uh, Styles. Was it that's when I kind of noticed it started to get real bad, and then from Orton yeah, it Styles, good. it was just oh, it was, and I was hungry too. Like, I think my biggest problem is because I was so busy that my eating was terrible. I think I went, um, what was it, Evan? I think, you uh, I went almost a full day without eating because I was so busy. I think I counted 22 hours, yeah, without eating. Yeah.
2: yeah, I wanted to beat you up for that too bro. Yeah <laughs> I learned from experience You know what I kept eating on a regular thing like, Now I need to eat Cause Yeah, it we was were
0: So busy Yeah, it was bad I, I was so busy 20, that 22 hours I went with you. 27 without hours Yeah
2: Fancy said it Cause yeah. when we got the B-Dubs He was like 27 hours bro It was Yeah, it was yeah, it was, no food.
0: Tw- was it 20 I think it was 22 But uh I mean close enough 22 yeah 26. Yeah, 22 hours
2: I said man Yeah <coughs> You ain't Bring some fruit snacks.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, I didn't eat a single thing for 22 hours. <clears throat> yeah. When
2: I was in 27, mm-hmm. I went almost a whole deal before eating, and I was like, never again. Yeah. So I did a year, my, my first time. So, notice I had fruit snacks. If I just wanted to tell you, I, what I had fruit snacks, Yeah. candy in the car. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> even eat a lot of snacks like that, boy. trips, any fans listening, trust me. Yeah. Even if you are going as a fan, if we was going for business, I always carry something sweet to keep your sugar up, mm-hmm. fruit snacks, Skittles. Hey, Skittles, which you don't know, I've not ate a pack of Skittles in 20 years.
0: Oh, really? I don't wow. eat a lot of candy. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't eat a lot of candy. Closest thing to candy I eat as far as fruity stuff is fruit snacks. But not that I don't like it, it's rarely ever. Mm-hmm. But Skittles saved my life
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> and that was good too um that was that was really good uh to to do that because you know the fact that you just didn't eat it i mean the, the fact that i just didn't eat anything you know what i mean just was not um uh, was not good and it, and it wasn't intentional either i just i was just so busy that uh, i went nearly a full day without eating food so uh but yeah snack uh <laughs> and this is and i should have known because this is my third time um this is my third time doing this and yeah i should have known but i was just so busy on the go and and here's the problem i think one of the biggest things too was because new york traffic was so bad and it was just so hard to park um um it was just so hard to park um in new york's traffic and so i you know my, my thing is this it was like because it was so hard to park and because uh it the food was just so because i i didn't want to there, there would be time yeah, there be yeah there would be times where i wanted to eat And then I would try to park and it would take so much time (laughs) to to actually park. And I was just like, oh, forget it. And there was a couple times that I did that on Thursday and Friday before I picked you up because I had a different events to go to. And there was just so much um, that I wanted to there was times I wanted to eat, but. It was just bad it was just all bad altogether, man but end up eating broke it uh an unintentional fast uh <laughs> b-dubs and then we went to uh, a place called lucky's burgers um which was absolutely fantastic uh it was uh, oh evan has a picture of uh <laughs> of me just in deep thought of the chicken sandwich that i had and uh <laughs> man it was some good chicken and I also had a, a loaded um uh, a loaded fries. cheese fries. Yeah, it was like cheese and bacon and stuff like that. And I'm I'm a, I'm a fitness I'm a fitness guy. I like I love working out. I was I was personal trainer for 10 years. But uh I was like, you know what, man? This isn't normal. I'm gonna pick out this weekend and and I'm okay with it. So <laughs> so and I now picked out I uh, had some pizza, had some cheese fries. It was all good.
2: Remember after Mania we had uh what was it three in the morning you stopped at Chubby chicken <laughs> yeah yeah the chicken place yeah, or <laughs> yeah I yeah. had like six wings a chicken leg macaroni and cheese and what two Coca Colas you had a Sprite I was, yeah. I didn't care I was hungry <laughs> yeah <laughs> so,
0: yeah the chicken um like Cody's saying Cody Cody was at WrestleMania I forgot you was at WrestleMania could have. uh uh, you oh, yeah, could have tweeted watch. us, man, so we could have met up and uh, took a picture with you. <clears throat> uh, he said the Philly cheesecake, the Philly cheesesteaks at the concession stands at WrestleMania was really good. Um, yeah, I was gonna get one. I <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna get one, but um, uh, you know, I I was I wanted the the uh, the the chicken tenders a little bit more. Uh, Wildboy says, as a chef, I don't want to hear about you not eating. Hurts my soul, man. I. I hear you, man. It wasn't intentional. <clears throat> um, you know, that's I could have. I didn't know how to prepare for New York. Uh, I liked Jersey, but I didn't know how to. I didn't know New York. was. I heard it was bad traffic wise, but I didn't know it was that bad. So um, let's answer some of these ask Chris questions. Uh, I think Lexi asked another question. Oh, here we go. Lexi asked, uh, "What is your take on the Sasha Banks saga? Is it a work or a shoot?" Oh yeah, okay. Lexi so you wanted me to worth. get some 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 info on that? Yeah. So it is a shoot. She doesn't. Um, yeah. She doesn't want to be in the WWE, and yeah. that was one of the headlines. Um, so we can actually jump right into that. Um, she actually tried Lexi to quit. Is she actually tried to quit WWE. Yeah, Lex Yeah, Lexi Express. Uh, she's. She's back and better than ever. Flexi, Lexi. <laughs> uh, Flexi, Lexi. Um, don't let me break out the uh, WCW Lex Luger theme. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can, you can
2: inbox me, uh, Lexi. I know
0: you'll beat me up for it. Flexi, Lexi. <laughs> hey, man, let me uh, real quick before we go into Sasha Banks, man. I'm going to, as a Columbus, Ohioan, as a Buckeye, as a Proud Buckeye, ladies and gentlemen. I want to congratulate the Columbus Blue Jackets, man, for sweeping the best team in the NHL, the Tampa Bay uh, uh, Lightning. And, uh, man, 4-0. I went to ROH on uh, Sunday, actually. And uh, uh, the game three was on Sunday. ROH was just right across the street from uh, Nationwide Arena. Um, it was a solid show. into was a Masters of the Craft, by the way. It was a really solid show. Uh, looks like we're going to be seeing Marty Skull against Nick Aldis for the NWA Championship and PCO, uh, against, um against uh, um, uh, Matt Taven for the ROH championship. PCO is ROH champ. To me, it's just going to be funny. I'm, I'm on, I, you know, I like nostalgia. I like old school. 51-year-old ROH champ. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just do it, man. Just, I'm a big fan of feel-good moments when it comes to wrestling. People get so tied up to trying to book out for like, you know, well, this person should beat this heel th- this heel should beat this baby face because it'll make them over i think we kind of missed the mark on that i think we just kind of missed the point the, the the point altogether is for the heel to give the baby face the rub like at the end of the day <clears throat> wrestling is about the bad guy giving the good guy the rub and uh booker t said that and it's funny because i've always thought that And Booker T said that one time and I was like, man, you know, that's that's my stamp of approval right there. Uh, Because I I believe I mean, that's grow up, growing up, watching wrestling. The heels are the champs because they are they at the end of the day, the heels are the placeholders for the baby faces to make the baby face to star. And that's how it was with uh, flair. Flair was the best heel because he made stars. Actually, we actually had this conversation uh, uh, at ROH with uh, some some uh, cool people that I met. <clears throat> and uh, my good friend, uh, Ryan, who actually used to co-host, uh, he was the, fir- the first co-host. He's still the social media um, <clears throat> rep for, for the show. And we were all talking, it was four of us, and we were talking about just the the missing element of the face heel dynamic. And just for me, and I, I'll I'll go to the grave with this man. I that to me that's wrestling. That is that is wrestling. Because the more you emphasize the in ring action as a part of wrestling, um, you know Jim Cornette. He said this before. I don't necessarily I don't listen to his stuff a lot because he's he's uh, too, too uh, he he's too. Uh, R-rated for me uh, as far as, his, uh, you know, what he shares. But um, I don't like a lot of profanity listening to it. But um, he did make a good point. He was talking about how, you know, wrestling nowadays is so tied up to the physical in-ring ability that wrestlers or wrestling fans are never satisfied so that's the expense of the actual wrestlers, because you'll do a triple flip suicide plancha, and then you do that for a couple times. <clears throat> and because wrestling has gotten so uh, so heavily emphasized in the ring, you don't want to bore the fans. So now you do a quadruple suicide plancha from the. Uh, uh f- from the rope onto the stands, and you do that a few times, and then a, the the and then the r- fans get bored, and then you do a, a, a quadruple suicide plancha from one of the uh t- from the truss, you know, or, <laughs> or the ring truss, you know, and then you do a a a, 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 a six flip. Plancha from the Raptors, you know what I mean? So it's it's always, like, wrestlers always have to get to the point where they're doing more and more and more and more and more. And that's, and, and that's the reason why this era is the most injury-prone era ever because he emphasizes so much in the ring and it's gotten so far away from characters. And that just, to me, that's just, it's backwards to me. It just kind of takes away the... Uh, the art, the the heart and soul, and the art of professional wrestling, emphasizing in characters because, look at it, Hogan, you know we we didn't <laughs> we didn't get any we hardly ever got any. Uh, um, you know he got injured a lot. You know, but we hardly ever got any announcements that Hogan's out for this long because of a big injury, or Andre's out for this long because of a big injury, or Savage is out. You know, although he was physical in the ring, he didn't do a lot of moonsaults and huracanos. Look at Steamboat, man—just the most pure. I mean, just the the purest looking competitor oh, in in, in yeah in, in pro wrestling history. You don't ever, you didn't ever hear any story of steamboats out for a year because he's got a broken this or torn, you know what I mean? But he just, he right. made it seamless and effortless. Bret Hart's another one, you know what I mean? Um, didn't do a lot, but was very technical. Bret, uh, Kurt Henning was another one. So a lot of those yeah. 80s and 90s wrestlers, they weren't, I mean, they weren't injury prone. You know what I mean? They they're, they beat their body up, Sure. Uh, but at the same time, <clears throat> it wasn't a lot of, you know, injuries uh, like it is now.
2: Then, too, like a lot of the uh, – I'm sorry, I had to change my microphone. Um, uh, said I don't want to repeat anything. But then, too, like a lot of the boys tell us, you know, I just, just had Dr. D. Davis show some of my show this morning and flash said it. Back in those days, you had – if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. So yeah. a lot of the boys – if they were injured, unless it was severe, you wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, Right. Because they
2: had to work through injury. If you didn't wrestle in Memphis, if you didn't go to Charlotte, if you didn't go to Baltimore, Ohio, or, you know, Kentucky or Louisville or whatever, you didn't get paid. So you right. had to work through your injury. Not only that, it's a doggy dog world. And if you didn't work, somebody was going to take your spot. Mm-hmm. So, like Absolutely. you said, it's. I've, you know, my, my good buddy, and I'm glad we, um, we um, he fighting in my head, and I'm going to check on him this week, Paul Honduras. He's perfect as example. The atrophy in his arm is due to because of that. He t- he said it. He yeah. told me. Yeah. You know, the nerve damage, he had to work through it because he, in them days you just had to work through your injury. You had to work through your pain. Yep. Um, and for Sasha, I mean, You know, I've said it, I've met Sasha, I've I've stayed at the same hotel as WWE, I've said this before, I told you off-air, Featherstone, um, specific stuff, I'm not going to mention on air, but not a fan of her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I told you, uh, I don't wish anything bad on her, but uh, I'm not a fan of her. I've seen her around fans, I've seen her around colleagues, not really that impressed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was, uh, Kimbo that said, uh, look at Velveteen Dream, majority character, very solid in the ring. Yep. Very good. Very good uh, point there. And the, the crazy thing is it was the character that actually made dream who he is because we saw him in Pat- as Patrick Clark on tough enough. We saw him as the uh, American character. Those things. I mean, he still had the same skill set. you know what I mean? But it was the character that really caused him to uh, you know, to to become the person who he is. A couple more ask Chris questions. Uh, um, Gross says heels ran WCW in of ninety six ninety nine, kind of. But here is the thing: that was around the time of the NWO. So, out of the whole NWO, there is one person who got to shine the most, and that person is Sting. Sting was the was the Sting was the ultimate point within the nwo because he was the biggest villain it got him over huge the heels you know uh, hogan was champ so forth nash you know a bunch of other people were champ but at the end of the day you know uh at, at the end of the day sting was the focal point you know of uh being in the raptors of course, you know, what I mean, and, and, and even then, and Sting, and even, you know, to a point, DDP, it, it really made DDP's uh, career, too, you know what I mean, as far as yeah. just uh, uh, going against the NWO. It, made, it really defied his career as a babyface because, you know, he became that main event status. <clears throat> he was feuding with Savage, which was one of the best feuds at that time, DDP and Savage. I've had DDP on the show before, and he was talking about that. Like, he was the one who was um, uh, contrary. He was the one who didn't jump. And because of that, that helped his character. So, um, Let me see what other extra questions. Did Um,
2: you ever talk about
0: Hopper? No, not yet. Uh, We'll talk about that. Um, but real quick, as far as Sasha Banks Banks is concerned, um, I you know I don't I don't disagree with her being very discontent with um, yeah I you know mean, you know what I mean right. with, with, with with what she's I mean because the thing is she's she's money you know what I mean she's over she's she's got the charisma she's got the character WWE has really used her poorly you know since she's been on the main mm-hmm. roster so well, I'd be upset too
2: remember we said this to you before, what more could she do? Yeah. You know, she did so much, so fast. I mean, you can say the same with Charlotte, but at the same time, it's like, of course, you know, that's the, she, she has the golden egg. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we just forgot about Sasha. And I'm, I'm putting, and I don't know the woman the first name is going by the multiple times I've met her and acted, but she was, she's really one of the trailblazers this whole, you know, women revolution, mm-hmm. Charlotte and Sasha. And Sasha was one of the biggest stars WWE has for those women. She sells merch. Yep. You know, we've seen it at Mania. You know, I was even joking about her taunt. You know, she you know, she's not a bad looking woman, the boss thing. She can go on the ring and WWE just like the to her. Okay, whatever. You non existent, downloadable content, feeds with Bailey, your friends, your fe your friends yeah. again. Tag <laughs> teams, then y'all lose that mania's like Data's left her astray, yeah. so I can't blame her. Hey, go to New Japan, go to AEW, go to RH. I think she'll be huge. You know, she goes to RH. Yeah, I think um, so too. That would really spike for them, as far as the women division. So yeah. I don't blame her.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Good points there. Um, so speaking of quitting, uh, well, let's jump in. Uh, uh let's jump into the other person who wants to quit, and then we'll get to the ask Chris questions. Uh, Luke Harper, he uh, requested his release, Uh, actually let me read it, Um, actually I'll be able to share it with you all, Uh, let's see, alright here we go, let me uh, bring this up here, I'll read it for you all, actually I'll show it. I'll show it, ladies and gentlemen. i do it for—I told you I'd do it for you. <laughs> so I shall show it here in just a moment. Um, all right, there we go. All right, so let me enlarge just so y'all can see it. Uh, I'm sure y'all can see that there. Okay, so it says, let me actually read it. Okay, here we go. Uh, As of this evening, this was eight hours ago. um, As of this evening, I have requested a release from WWE. Um, This past six years have been a simply amazing journey around the world and back uh, with lifelong friends and family. I am proud of it and proud to say I shared the ring with my co-workers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for myself and WWE. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer uh, and in person to continue to make my family proud. Thank you. From the top to the bottom of WWE, thank you, the fans, for your undying support. Thank you, everyone. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Wow. Um, That is uh, that was a huge surprise. (laughs) That was an an absolutely huge surprise uh, from from Luke Harper, man. Um, And and here's the thing. I think uh, at, at the end of the day, it's a surprise, but it's not because it, it it seemed like Luke Harper was pretty set for life when it comes to like spot, just like pay. Cause he, he's one of those people that's just a solid competitor. Um, but I mean, at this point now, man is getting to the point where there's competition out there. And I, th- I personally think that Luke Harper would do fantastic in new Japan. I think that, I think that he could be a star in new Japan and, um, yeah, I mean, there's competition out there to really combat with the WWE. Now, Luke Harper and AEW, that doesn't really make sense to me. I think that Luke Harper would be fantastic in New Japan. Um, you know, he he was an indie star, you know, before he came to WWE. Uh, if, if anybody, I, I forgot what it was called. It was on Facebook. Um, Bailey had one. Luke Harper had one. Ruby what Ruby Riot had one. It was like kind of before WWE. Some some really good stuff, and they were talking about. And I followed him when they was actually uh, um, Brody Lee, and uh, he was great. Yeah, and great he was he was the man. Yeah, so uh, you know he's thirty nine. He'll be he'll be forty years old this year, and um, you know making some moves, man. I don't you know kudos to him. Kudos to someone. You know. The, the new wave of, because at a point in time, WWE was really monopolizing the market and people just, and they would do their spring cleaning, uh, the indie at that time, the indie market wasn't as big and booming and they didn't really have good competitors. I mean, you had, you still had Impact at the time, but Impact wasn't going to get everybody who left, you know, WWE. So at this point, man, I, I think, um, what's the best, you know, he'll be 40 this year and, uh. I think now's the time to really kind of brand yourself. You know, you don't have, I'd imagine he didn't have too much longer, you know, as far as wrestling's concerned, as far as years. So, now's the time, man. So, you know, major kudos to him.
2: Just got, um, did you already cover this about Wolf?
0: Nope.
2: Yeah, this guy, I guess it's breaking news. One of my colleagues just hit me up and said, uh, Alexander Wolf WWE issues goodbye statement
0: mm. Alexander Wolf um, yeah cause I know they split um, Sanity um, right
2: Yeah. this is just literally just got mm. the inbox from a colleague and um, a reliable source so that
0: uh, this is four hours ago alright let me bring this tweet four, up too
2: yeah. <laughs> oh you, my, oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, huh, I'm about to um, I'm about to read this one too Smackdown Superstar Shake Up um, So he tweeted Luke Harper stuff And then he Okay so let me bring this up too I'll Bring up his sweet tweet too Man all of these people Just Leaving um. The exodus <laughs> Yes, the 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 exodus, the WWE yeah, exodus. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, get Alexander Wolf off in the intro. Uh, he's not
2: on there at all. <laughs> right, doesn't matter. Everyone doesn't matter. We want to keep him here. Him. <laughs> him.
0: All right, here we go. Um, um, this is from Alexander Wolf. We Sanity made our TV debut October 2016 for NXT at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. We had a great time in NXT and we accomplished a lot. NXT tag team champs, NXT tag team in the year, 2007, first ever, uh, NXT WWE war games match performed in front of about 15,000 people at a sold out takeover pay-per-view growing together as athletes and performers. The whole group is like a family to me. I made three good friends over the last three years and I'm really grateful for that. It was without a doubt, a great time. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you to the entire SmackDown locker room. Thank you for the good vibes, labs, and wisdom. I appreciate all of you and wish you all the best of your future careers. Thank you to the fans who supported us and never stopped believing in us. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you as well, and trust me, I speak for all four of us. It's time to leave this behind and walk a different path. R.I.P. Sanity. Goodbye, WWE. Wow. Well, you got yeah, actually, Luke Harper yeah. and uh, Wolf um, sending out statements. Wow.
2: That's crazy, man. It, You know, it, 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 regardless of what WWE is always going to say the PC right term, mm-hmm. they're not going to acknowledge it. And, and this is the weird thing, and I think we kind of talked about this. During the Monday Night Wars, WWE didn't mention WCW much. WCW, of course, did when it came to the ratings. But overall, it was like you know, you down south, up north, two different worlds. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like WWE triple H is listen, uh, mentioning AEW. You had the little side jokes to and the other, blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. And you can't tell me with AEW now the TV deal leaving in October. We know that's 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 the, that's the inevitable. They, they're going to have a TV deal. And for the first time in years since 2001, just by AEW's rearing ahead, people feel like, wait, well, I got an option. Granted, WWE, don't make a mistake, is a juggernaut. They're not going anywhere. Right. It's a multi-million dollar company. There's so much that goes on in WWE. It's more than just Raw Smackdown, what you see in the ring. Right. So Vince doesn't have to worry about as far as his stock or far as his, his, his empire but he has to worry about the people in it because for the first time since WCW, or even ECW, was like, all right, we got options. Let me go to AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, let me try out RH. Let me try out Impact. So, you know, let me try out New Japan. Yeah. So it's a good thing because maybe Vince could decide, hey, you know, let's be real. If it was not for WCW, if it was not for Bischoff, if it was not for WCW making Nitro Live every week, and kicking their butt. Vince would not have turned his head and reared his head to the attitude yeah, Earth, kicking a little bit from WCW yep. and E C W. You still would have been dealing with the repo man, Berserker, hopefully he's okay, right. Mantar, you know, Skinner, right. which I love to see Skern. We've been dealing with these comic book, goofy four k characters.
0: Yeah. Very true. A uh, bunch of good ask Chris questions, so let me jump on here real quick. Ronda Rousey's leaving too. Uh, was it uh, uh, what's her hashtag that she was using? Uh, uh, pregnancy, some type of pregnancy vacation. Pregnant, something. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, she wants to start a family. Pregnancy so, vacation. Um, Yeah. Impregnation Uh, vacation. Yeah, impregnation vacation. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, you know, great. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, I think I like Rousey, man. I think she did exactly what she was supposed to. Uh, At the end of the day, Ronda Rousey put someone over. You know, I mean, she put Becky Lynch over. Becky Lynch is, you know, was a star because of the. Allure and mainstream attention of Ronda Rousey. You know, I mean, it only took her a year to put somebody over. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she did what she was supposed to. She came in at thirty-four. She had the most exciting match of the night. Um, came I think in at
2: that
0: 31. Uh, well, t- technically, <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah, with The Rock. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, she, you know, as far as her in-ring debut and. I think they hot shotted her just a little bit too uh, soon. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't like the fact that she was like going against Nia Jax for the title like a month later, and then you know her, having her win at SummerSlam. Yeah, you know, I think they hot shot her just a little bit too, sh- uh, just a little bit too fast. Um, I would have hoped. It, it, I think she just kind of, by default, turned heel uh, because. WWE just They should know That that's just not the way To create a baby face nowadays I mean if you just want to hotshot somebody That's just not the way to go Look at Roman Reigns As much as I defend Roman Reigns That was just a bad way To, to book him here's, So <clears throat> it, it,
2: yeah. Here's the thing to think about well, As you say, here's the thing And uh, Matt Morgan has said this before In very very few I'm doing something rare Because I rarely talk about My personal life You know this uh, bro Rhonda Rousey is leaving to have a child. I hope she feels her body is automatic and she automatically True. can get pregnant like this week. <laughs> yeah. And everything go well with having a baby in nine months. Because nine months, is she end up getting pregnant within April. Nine months, from now is about, what, December, January, May is in April. And that's a lot to get your body back in shape, man. I know within myself personally, you know, I, I unfortunately, you know, was, was uh, expecting dad again and we lost the baby. It don't work like that all the time. <laughs> so, it,
0: well, here's the thing. And even on top of that, you know, and, and of course, you know, I've shared much times and, you know, consoled you through that. And here's the thing. I, my wife, and I have three kids and, uh, and, you know, she's in a very athletic shape and, uh, it takes six weeks, you know what I mean? For you to even carefully start training again, you know, because yeah. of the, of the birth and because of just healing stuff, right. you know, while you're birthing, you don't want to tear anything. And, you know, as a father, I've seen three kids come out of my wife in the delivery room and i see and i'm sure a lot of people in the you know pmp nation um you know they have kids too and they've seen it and even especially the females they know you know what i mean and so it's not that easy to just say oh all right i'm gonna pop a kid out and i'm good to go you know what i mean like no it's at least six weeks to heal up before you can even start training so if we look at a timeline we've got you know you know it's it's mid-april So you conceive, say, you know, May, uh, 40 weeks, you know, if it's full term, you know, that's, uh, you know, nine months and 10 days, nine to 10 days. So, um, so even, even with that, you know what I mean? Like it's so, so technically what nine months and yeah, nine, nine months and a week typically, yeah, it's a full term.
2: December, January. And so
0: you're at January and six weeks after mm-hmm. that makes it about late February. And so technically, and then you start training. And so it's going to take a while to get rid of, you know, your your, your baby bump. And so that's going to take another, you know, few months. So it's just not very feasible, you know. What I mean, to say I'm just gonna pop up, pop a kid out, and I'll be ready by mania. So right. I don't even know, you know. What I mean, just you know. And, and, and for Toronto's credit, she trains her butt off, so um, you know, um, you know, she can get to a point where she is, you know, and in in the halfway you know shape, but she won't look like she did before she left. I mean, she'll still have you know, some, some baby fat, you know, to, to get rid of. And I know she'll work her butt off to do it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, is it worth training that hard to make sure you are healthy and safe? You know what I mean? As far as the delivery is concerned. So it's very, it's a, yeah, so I don't know. It's, uh it's, I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's one of those things.
2: because I've had colleagues, uh, professional friends, personal, uh, you know, per- personal friends, let's say professional business partners that are female, they dealt with postpartum. Um, they, is you just don't know. It, it's so much that could go on with that. You do postpartum depression. Yeah. You could deal with other depression, other things. Um, uh, um, uh, my sister-in-law dealt with this. The, the, uh, what is it, the diabetes? Um, I don't know so You know something I'm talking about, after you're pregnant, And, you know, you deal with the elevated diabetes or the Mm -hmm. pre-diabetes or the different, you know, things going on with your body as far as your sugar levels. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Trust me. Like I said, I've got three kids. Um, After birth was, uh, my mom gained 16 pounds with me. I was seven. And the after birth was seven full term. Uh, I don't know. Explain that a little bit more, Lexi. I don't necessarily understand that. Um and that's and you and even gaining sixteen pounds, um that's not normal. That's great, actually. <laughs> that's that's a very blessed uh pregnancy. Uh she was a bodybuilder, okay. Um yeah, that's that's great, man. Um my wife is, is athletic build, and she gained like forty pounds. Uh, you know, so um, she got it off. Yeah. You know, within a few months, probably like uh, like four or five months. But
2: yeah. um,
0: it's not it's not right. that easy. It's it's definitely not that easy for sure. So you
2: know, uh, <laughs> the great thing for you know Mrs. Featherstone for sis you know for since is that she was able to lose it because there's some people that
0: that's true it. yeah they that's don't. that's true you know, yeah at, yeah if you
2: want to you want to pop culture reference uh gina martin mm-hmm. look at gina martin doing the martin show yeah how she was look at her now she ain't that weight you know look at her my wife and kids and all she mm-hmm. had some kids she yeah she time. was nothing, nothing against it right
0: She was, uh, yeah, from Martin to, yeah, my wife and kids, yeah, that's right, right. yeah, I mean, she still looks great, but, you know, she's, you know, she's thick now, as opposed to being small during, you know, during Martin, yeah, um, yeah, 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 so Lexi, you know, kudos to your mom, Mama Lexi, kudos to Mama Lexi, Lexi. (laughs) kudos to Mama Lexi, uh, because, uh, yeah, that's, uh, some, some dope stuff right there, man, to, to be able to recoup, oh, first of all, only gain 16 pounds, that's amazing. And then to be able to recoup that, that quick. Um, but that's definitely not. Uh, Mama Lexi is definitely the, the the exception to the rule. It's all good. We're live, pal. Let's do this. Uh, PMP Nation, or uh, can y'all hear me? All right, cool. Spectrum, 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 Lexi, um, Spectrum. I'm not with Cox. We don't have Cox here, and nah. I don't think we have Cox Communications here. Um, I'm sorry, Evan, but I was uh, addressing. Uh, um. All right, so uh, we got what 20 minutes. Sorry, guys, that was crazy, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, we are here live in Living Keller uh but here's the crazy thing all of the chat all the ask chris questions from evan on on my chat here can y'all hear me that's the first thing i see <laughs> so how to, so all the ask chris questions gone so um if you, you can if you can remember your x chris question please uh, please readdress it and uh, I, i'll do my best to to answer it um again my apologies for that craziness but you know part of the show let's move on uh i think Multiac something about you and i when did we meet and how long have we known each other um man that's a good question how in the world did we meet like i know we met on facebook um i don't even know yeah, i don't even remember we met facebook yeah yeah yeah, because cause it was first, um, my boy Ryan was the, the host for about a year, and then my boy Derek, um, he was the host for, um, about, Derek was the host for about a good solid, uh, three years. And then for about a year, I was co hosting with, I had co host every week with, uh, different, uh, like wrestling publishers, um, and, and wrestling publishers and wrestlers uh was co-hosting and then um it just got it just got too much just uh get a it, like people don't know man it takes a lot to prepare for this show man it just it takes a lot and on top of my crazy schedule anyway so I would have to it got to the point where I was I was booking co-hosts and booking uh wrestling interviews and that was just That was too much so (laughs) yeah uh every single week so uh you know thankfully evan you know he was like man i'm in you know i'll I'll fill in as a co-host i'll be i'll be permanent and um the rest is history um and uh we you know our faith is what's uh has kept us strong as friends um that's the core of our relationship and other than wrestling um and, uh, yeah, we first met each other, um, at, uh, Orlando. And, um, I mean, we were, we were doing the show. And then, uh, Evan was co hosting the show for a while. And then the first time we met each other in person was Orlando back at, uh, 33. And then, uh, every, since then, every year we hang out, uh, and do media together for, uh, for WrestleMania. So, um, Thanks for putting the uh, link up there, Mo, for the Blog Talk Radio. Um, All right, so again, all the Ask Chris questions is gone. Uh, Unfortunately, my apologies for you all. It just reset everything. So, any other um, Ask Chris questions? um, Do it. And uh, GHP doing his thing with the. With the admin I see my man <laughs> there's there's, my, uh, <laughs> there's my, my Leo rush when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to um, JSP being an admin my, my man okay. <clears throat>
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Um, wasn't sure who the, no, I haven't uh looked into that yet. I know that um Joe speaking of IC title with with Ballard, Joe was actually he was sick. He was like super sick. And so they had to actually not put him on the script at all. Uh, They had to actually rewrite stuff because Joe was actually supposed to be uh, sent to Raw. Um, So, uh, you know, they could do the they could pull the keep Joe on Smackdown and have Finn Balor lose the title, Um, you know, maybe to Andrade or something. But I don't I don't I don't see that happen. I think they'll probably just go ahead and do Joe on the show uh, on Raw next week. Alright, let's just a couple of these extra questions and um, then we'll do grades for Raw and SmackDown to shake up. Um, Ducks is asking, considering what the possible career-ending injuries Nia Jack faces, what do you think her future holds? What uh, what of Tamina? Good question. Um, I think it's just a matter of just recovering and uh, it, well, if, if it is career-ending Hmm. Maybe an ambassador. I'd imagine an ambassador role. Um, cause they've really used, um, you know, the fact that she's, um, she's a uh, thick figured, uh, as a, um, you know, anti-bullying and and being okay with yourself as far as your look and things like that. So they've used her in those capacities already. So I think that she'd be a good, like, ambassador for stuff like that as far as um, going to different schools and talking to kids and stuff like that. So she'd fit pretty good in that role. To me, unfortunately, I think that she'll get the bat in the stick because I think that they'll probably just have her job out. And I think, to me, it would make a fantastic NXT trainer. Um, she's, you know, she's great. You know, she's very solid in the ring, always has been. Never had an opportunity to get any type of break. Never had any title in the WWE. I mean, as far as Divas title or Women's Championship or, you know, of course, Tag Team Championship. Never had any title. I think that out of anybody, Tamina, you know, talking about uncrowned Women's Champ, there's Tamina. But I think Tamina would do, I think think Tamina would be a really, really good um, trainer. Um. Every time she gets a push, you know, or oh, real quick, wild boy. No, I didn't say. I didn't say. No, I didn't say the 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 R-rated word. It was Cox, Cox Communications. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't use profanity. He said, "Whoa, Chris! I thought it was a PG podcast." <laughs> no. Um Lexi knew what I was talking about. This is a residential is what she said. I, I have residential. Um <laughs> Wow Boy. Thanks, thanks, man. Everybody needs their accountability. So I appreciate you saying that anyways. Uh but no, I I didn't say that word. Um uh <laughs> we know we you know we keep it PG here. Um I just wanna address a few of these questions real quick before before we go. Uh Again, what were you saying, Evan? No
2: one
0: Oh, yeah. every time got a just,
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. off, back. So, Oh, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're cooling off. They're cooling off now, on her, you know. So, um, let's see. Gross is asking. I think AEW needs to compete with NXT, not WWE Raw or SmackDown Live. What do you think? Um, I think I like that. I like that idea um, of AEW competing with NXT. Um, I think that would probably be their best bet. You know, they can't compete with the Juggernaut. Uh, so AEW competing with NXT would be it. Would be a good call for them. Um, GSP's asking, "What do you think they are alluding to by Roman punching Vince?" Two hundred five one versus all over again, oh brother. Good question. Um, I saw that, and let's just real quick go to Raw and SmackDown because the the flavor of the week before all that was supposed to be the number one draft picks. Uh, we're just gonna want to review the number one draft picks of uh the all the WWE drafts and like you know was it a was it a total debacle or did <laughs> it actually uh, play out to be a, a good call. So I'm going to address that real quick and I'm going to kind of merge Raw and SmackDown uh, all together um, with that, with that actual question that you asked, um, which was a good question, GHP. Now, here's the thing. I wish, here's my, here's my hope for that. I, I, I think Roman going was very... Uh, evident uh, and I and I've, I've said this on the show you know, for the for the GSP you would know you're on here every week um, I've said this before as far as Roman should be on Smackdown and I, I was very happy to see that I think that was a very good call I said Roman should be on Smackdown with them going to Fox Roman Reigns would be the guy you know to be um, on Raw uh, on Smackdown going to going to Fox you know perfect (laughs) very perfect um I was hoping this I was hoping that we see because people want fans you know like Daniel Bryan fans are fickle (laughs) fans are fickle man and people just don't want to get to the point where they just want to boo Roman Reigns to put themselves over and I don't like it I, I just it's it's frustrating it just it's it's ridiculous to me um Roman Reigns isn't being pushed. He isn't being shoved down our throats. He is you know, he is hardly on the mic anymore. So it's like all the reasons why you were booing him before, he doesn't need to do it anymore. And you still want to boo him. So it's just like some people just want to get themselves over. I like the fact that they put the heat on Elias. And if I, here's the thing, if it was up to me, I would have Roman Reigns be an Austin-like character against McMahon. I think if you, I think Elias is a good person to really, uh, you know, McMahon to be behind. Or you can even do somebody um, like a Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? Uh, for like a really good heel for Vince McMahon to really get behind. And at the end of the day, I think if you do, Vince McMahon can get heat if you do Vince versus Reigns. In some capacity, you know, you know, it doesn't even have to be a match. It Probably won't be a match, but Vince versus Reigns, similar to Austin versus uh, McMahon, I think you can do it because we saw it. We saw, when Reigns came out, he was getting cheered. We we heard some boos, but Elias did a really good job getting that heat. People erupted when he Superman punched McMahon, and so at the end of the day, you know, it's like um uh, i think it's like uh what is that what is it called um um i forgot what it's called um arkan Arch- uh oak uh, let's see i think it's um okay yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah oakham's razor I've been learning a lot of philosophy when it's especially when it comes to uh, apologetics. So, Oakham's razor is basically the the, the gist of it is the simple, and uh, in, in, in many cases, the simplest explanation is the best. And so, that's basically how I feel when it comes to uh, Reigns McMahon. Like, don't you have to extrav? You're making it so extravagant. You don't have to be all that. Just Let's see Roman Reigns versus Vince. Vince man knows how to draw heat. Do it. That's how that's the way to get him over. So I thought that was a good call. Go ahead. Even though AJ this in the mouth and AJ has a but it's all fine. Yeah. Um GSP says, I agree. Yeah, I agree, of course, Roman's been kinda low key. I like it. The universe are just Rocky. Us real fans know what's going on. Excellently said um, very well said there. Why do Baron Corbin dress like a bartender from Applebee's? That's hilarious. First of all, I love Applebee's. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Um, I like I like the Corbin look. I, I like it. It's different. It makes him stand out. Um, so I, I like it. Uh, all right. while boys asking how do you feel about the late night move, the SmackDown for Live, Mickey Gable and Cruz. I mean, what does it really mean? I mean, riot squads uh, broken up. I knew. I, I figured that either Gable or Rude was going to be broken up to split them up. Um, Apollo Cruz just a shift from Raw to SmackDown. I don't see anything different, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, you know, not not too bad. Uh, it's it's just kind of yeah. Um, Rob is asking, let's address it will WWE continue with the experience or will they drop the arrogance and go back to role Okay. Yes. Let's address that cr- crazy trash. The Viking experience. <laughs> That's ugh. so what I heard was from what I heard a little digging. And for what I heard is Vince doesn't like the word war to be, uh, said on the PG show. Now, Everybody knows I'm a PG guy, you know, for, for spiritual purposes, not for the purposes of, uh, kid friendly and all that, which is a part of it, but it's a byproduct. but I don't see anything wrong with the word war. Are you kidding me? Like ridiculous, (laughs) absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. I've heard, I mean, I've, I've stayed, I've kept a relationship with a lot of wrestlers, and the stuff that I hear, as far as what they can and can't say behind the scenes, is just like Vince. Like, listen, I'm gonna give you a Snickers or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you need you need some type, something. This is just really petty. And I think the War Raiders is just the, Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, well they don't do they, they don't they don't do Rolls War anymore. They stopped doing that for a while. Um, but the Viking. I mean, even if you want to not do the War Raiders. Uh, the Viking experience is probably the worst alternative that you could have done. Just absolutely terrible. All right, real quick, raw and SmackDown. Um, don't like the fact that it's okay. So the point was everybody who went to, um, the, the raw and SmackDown, they, they won just about, uh, I think everybody did, uh, they're finally doing something with Lacey. um, uh what else about uh, Lars being on both brands and uh, you know the point is the shakeup. Why is he still on both brands? Like now would be the time where you would have him not, you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh we talked about the Viking experience. Andrade, I, I still don't see much coming out for him, although he beat the Intercontinental Champion. So and then Bailey getting booed on uh on, on SmackDown, I, for, to me, I think that's I think Bailey's just an unfortunate uh, byproduct of people just not liking what Sasha did. Unfortunately, I think he she's just a, a byproduct of that. So do you turn her heel? Sure. Why not? You know, see how that works. Um, I love the Kevin Owens thing. I, I love it. Uh, he was in he was in Montreal. Again, I said feel good moments. You know, is the way to go. So a lot of times you just got to cater to the feel-good moment, man. Uh, and this was a feel-good moment. I loved it. It seemed like eventually they'll turn KO heel. Looks like this is setting up for, for KO and Kofi. yeah so be it. So, so be it. Oh, you do, Lexi. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, hit, hit me a tweet about that. Um, dedicated static IP and tax deductible. Ah. I like it. All right, uh, Griselda on SmackDown get F's. <laughs> uh, Angelo says he's happy that Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Uh, good stuff, guys. One more trivia question. We literally have like two minutes left. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, that's the unfortunate part of Plan A. Uh, this this person defeated Pedro Morales both in 81 and 83, 1981 and 1983 to become Intercontinental Champ. Um, yeah, my mood. I was saying, yeah, I-, I loved it. Um, I love the, uh, move to Roman and Smackdown live. Yeah. Lars is, uh, Chris, will Lars Selman be better as semi bodyguard? I like that. I like that idea a lot. Actually. I like that idea a lot. Uh, I, I think Lars would be better as Vince's bodyguard and feud against Reigns. I think that would be dope. All right, so let's uh, talk about the, uh, let's get to the flavor of the week. Uh, let's get right into this. Uh, Whenever I find it here. All right, let's do it. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Okay. <clears throat> So let's talk about the draft. 2002, The Rock was the first uh, pick. Of course, you know, that's pretty much speaks for itself there. Um, 2004, the first pick was Rene Dupree to Raw. Yikes. Um, Yikes. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. Uh, That was the first pick to SmackDown. Wow. The second pick was Shelton Benjamin. Uh, yeah, that that first and second wasn't that good. I mean, Shel- I like Shelton; he's great in the ring. Rene, you know, he did f- for for, what it, for what it was worth for those he achieved pretty pretty good in a short amount of time. But yeah, when that didn't work out too well, Cena was the first pick for 2005. Of course, that speaks for itself. Uh, 2006 was just two. It was just two. So it was uh, RVD going to Raw and Kurt going to SmackDown. Um, yeah, that was just two people from ECW. That's odd. Uh, the Great Khali was number one um, for 2007. And the Boogeyman was number two. Yikes. Something's going on again. Is that your phone? Okay, it's gone now. That's just that's weird, 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 weird. Um, yeah. So, Great Khali was that didn't that yeah going down going downhill. Kimbo says yeah. Great Khali was two thousand eight. Uh, Ray to SmackDown from Raw was two thousand nine. Ah, uh, well, that was that was two thousand eight. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, MVP to Raw, uh, from SmackDown. Okay, so Ray Mysterio to Raw from SmackDown, and an MVP to Raw from SmackDown. He was U.S. champ at the time. Yeah, decent. Two thousand ten was Kelly Kelly to SmackDown from Raw. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. So let's start. Let's stop there. Let's 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 continue next week. Um, <laughs> two thousand eleven. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. 2,368 episodes in the books. I appreciate all your patience. Chris Featherstone on behalf of Evan Tech Prout. Under mat Radio, follow me at Chris Polific, uh on Twitter and Crave Wrestling. Uh, on behalf of Evan Tech Prout, ladies and gentlemen, uh, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. I'll do it for you.